my name is Cameron Milne and you're listening to Silence Studios, a podcast that gives an insight into the creative methods behind musicians, producers and audio engineers alike, and how these original techniques are applied to a project of their own. Mammals is the indie electronic project masterminded by Australian artist Guy Brown. During this podcast, we will hear how Guy's writing style has developed over time and how allowing new influences into his world has led to untapped inspiration. Uh, Guy Brown from the band Mammals. What's going on? Mammals is a solo project that I've been working on for about four or five years. How it usually goes down is I'll be writing and recording at home in different studios and then when we come together we play live with a four-piece. But I think for the next run of shows we'll be uh, whittling it down to a three-piece. I'm just going to have to rework all the live sessions to compensate for that so I'm doing more guitar stuff and then yeah, changing all the beds and then Henry who plays bass is going to do a lot more electronic stuff now too instead of just standing there doing nothing. <laughs> but I I couldn't do it without the other fellas, for sure. Like many artists, Guy finds that emulating his favourite musicians and their styles can open up a beneficial door when writing. When I first started writing, it was like solely really organic stuff. I was really inspired by Bonnie Bear, and so I tried to sort of replicate that. And then down the line, I discovered this amazing blog that was actually from Sydney. It was called Life Aquatic. And when I heard the music on there, I was like, what the hell? This is this is what I've been wanting to hear for so long. Like, it was just the most amazing blog. Yeah, from that, I just got this amazing playlist and then tried to replicate that lush vibe from that. When I was started recording for the first time, as my abilities got better, I sort of brought in different elements as well. More electronics, drums, kicks. As the years went by, it grew from just voice and guitar into a more lush electronic vibe with still infused with a bit of guitar here and there. Inspiration can stem from anywhere. Often with mammals, it comes from experimenting with various instruments and stumbling across an interesting vibe to stem from creatively. Usually I try and find some sort of sound that inspires the whole song. So that might be just like going through different synths in Logic or Omnisphere or on my Prophet that I use, whatever. And if something sticks out, you know, that can be the whole vibe of the song right there. So just looping it, getting it going, whatever. Yeah, it usually just starts from a bed. Like some songs will be completely finished production-wise before I even start putting lyrics down. I think it's so important to still write on just guitar or piano, but I can't even play either of them for shit. <laughs> That's why producing so good, because you've got so much time to do it and MIDI and whatever. But if a song sounds really good on guitar and piano with just voice, you know, you've got a really good song. If you strip out all the fancy shit from the session, yeah. you've got the bass and vocals, but I'm way too scared to do that. <laughs> It's hard to start something without something guiding you. Whatever genre or, or song you're doing, you'll find yourself coming back to something that you've heard before. And it could be from some garage track or some EDM techno banger that you weren't even paying attention to, but you hear like just a single sound or something and you try and do that. The hidden secret is I can't play keys or guitar to save my fucking life. Like ask me to play a scale and I won't be able to. But I had this MIDI pack and I was like, cool, I got my profit. So I put some MIDI into a project and I usually love starting around 90 BPM to about 110. So pretty much all mammal songs are like in between there. So I 
I bung the MIDI in and then just went through the profit, just changing preset sounds and just dicking around with all the knobs and everything. And just I've stumbled across so many songs by just putting some chords down, working out a nice little structure and then going through different synth sounds, seeing if something just pops out and then you're like, oh, there it is. And then you froth out and drink more beers and keep going and black out. On the, the newest record, or well, the one that's going to be coming out next, um, one of the ways I wrote one of the songs was I was just chilling in my room and this playlist came on. I was like, oh, dude, this is fucking dope. So I got the track into the session. I was like, all right, what are they doing here? What are they trying to do? So I worked out their chords and then I tried to replicate the vibe and with my inability and my musicianship lack of, the direction sort of shifted from what they made to what I made. So I brought myself out into a different version, which eventuated into, yeah, another single. I don't even think it is cheating. It's like you you got to be inspired. Like it, it, it it's musically or whatever. If you go out and watch a sick sunset or, you know, have an amazing experience in your life, you come back and that becomes the song that you put forward. So if, if something else inspires you, like, fuck, who hasn't tried to write a Radiohead track or, you know, Bonobo or whatever? So, yeah, good on them. you got to thank the uh, dudes who are showing the light out there. We're just trying to rip them off. <laughs> Blending of synthesized sounds with more traditional instruments such as guitars and electric bass is a staple when Guy starts writing a track. I started writing in Ableton and then I moved off that onto Logic solely because I was I couldn't use the synths and just didn't have the patience. So Logic had like a whole bunch of different synthesizers, orchestral stuff, and so I got pretty fluent with that, so I departed away from Ableton. So these days there's a soft synth called Alchemy, which is usually my go-to, so if I'm trying to work on some synth stuff, I'll get that going. Back in the day, Omnisphere was like my main go-to, but um, I didn't have a license for it, so rest in peace. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just as soon as I get a couple of chords, I'll usually try and whip out the guitar and live bass. I've got a whole bunch of samples from my producer friends that I'll get my drum sounds from. And then all really textural, real fucked up sounding um, layers and sort of even like distorted guitar sounding things is all profit. So like just bang hold on and just play it over the track and just fucking spin the knobs and get into audio land. <laughs> The track Chase Your Bliss is off the Mammal's early 2017 EP of the same name. The story behind this track is personal to Guy and changed his life in a way most songs wouldn't. The song we're talking about is Chase Your Bliss. It's from the EP that we released. Yeah, from this year. It was. It would have been April this year. It's the lead single from that EP. Bit of a story behind this one. A lot of the time, like I said, I'm inspired by the music before the concept and the lyrics. But um, the backstory behind this is we were on a boat trip in the Ments with um, all my best mates. And a uh, dude who was a guide that we met on there that my brother met a couple of times was a, a guy called Adam Dube. Biggest legend. Like if you share your like best moments of your life with someone you hardly even know like they instantly become like super close to you anyway we had our trip came back to Australia and um his last boat trip because he was the um the guide his last trip with his best mates he actually passed away because it was like three in the morning and they were jumped off the boat had a swim and he was the only one who didn't surface which is like yeah hectic so when they got his body back to Australia we all went to his funeral up at Coffs and his dad was talking about his life this guy's only like 30 or something the life that he lived leading up to that moment was just incredible the 
traveling, the experiences, just everything he's done, he's packed in that no one would have ever done. And so we we're all just standing there and I just had this huge epiphany going, you know what, fuck this shit. What am I doing with my life? Like it could be anyone, anywhere. Cause I've lost a lot of mates as well down the line. So young. So I was like, that was it. I made it, the decision there, told my mates, I was like, fuck it. I'm out, quit my full-time job, moved out of Sydney down to Molly Mook. And yeah, just started focusing on trying to live your life to the fullest. And at that stage in the process of getting out of work, I started writing Chase Your Bliss, which starts off usually how um, I start a lot of my songs is like recording vocals and layering them and then chopping them up and yeah, trying to find like little synth sound in the vocals. That's about four or five layers of vocals. I manipulate them to be that sort of high, airy, pitchy stuff by just putting a pitch shift on them, but only on maybe two takes and pitch it up 12 and have the mix about 40 or something. So you can hear in there there's sort of like chipmunky stuff. And then just heaps of verb. And so I chopped that up and I was like, oh could be a bit of a vibe. From there, got a bit of a drum beat going, try and build it, see what happened and just chucked it in. A lot of the mammal stuff also is using chopped up guitars, taking the attack off them and getting the whole chord and using that as the synth. So that was the next step where it went to, which is this. So their guitar chords, just strum them out and then find a nice one and chop them up. And that's, yeah, the first Electronic Mammals track that I did like that was Move Slower and I was just fucking around and sort of tried looping stuff. Like, it's really good to do an Ableton, but it's not as powerful in Logic. It sort of came together really quick. That's the, the production vibes and then put some drums down and from the whole vibe where you get to where it all kicks in, pretty much summed up where I was in that time of life. The boat trip was like you're in paradise, you're having the sickest time. That's where the whole concept of the song came from, you know, Chase Your Bliss. And there's also like mentioning like some of my friends were in some bad times as well and it's just like this is our one chance, like go out there, live your life. Yeah, so it's it's pretty meaningful to me, but like a lot of the times like I like don't really have a deep backstory to something. Sure lyrics will mean something and it's sort of like a story and stuff, but this yeah, this is more of like a personal experience projected throughout the whole song. Yeah. Whilst writing Chase Your Bliss, Guy discovered the right sound or idea is not always the one you would imagine. Well, this is probably a, a bit more poppy than most Mammals tracks, I reckon. But this wasn't even going to be on the EP. Like, I'd sort of signed off on all the tracks that were going to be there. And looking back on it now, I'm like, oh, you do need a bit of pop in there. Like, that's what the kids love, right? So I bought this, like, tropical plug-in pack for Massive, which comes in down here. I would never fucking put that in anything else. <laughs> but it's like it sounds like a calippo. Yeah, fully is. It's an audio calippo. <laughs> but it was yeah, like it's 
it was really fun to make and, you know, it's fun to play live and it's been received the best off the EP, but, yeah. Well, I got this track to a point where I thought I was like, it was done. I was like, yeah, fuck, this is fucking epic. This is it, dude. This is the one. And it actually didn't even have a chorus. If I play you where it was. So the chorus that's in there now, I took out. So it would have been like this. instrumental which is traditionally mammal stuff and then this guy who I met at the right time was this amazing dude Dove biggest legend ever and so when I was going through all my life changes and those experiences he came along at the same time and like opened all these doors for me for writing because I'd been so closed off with all my writing before that like I didn't want anyone any other input or anything if someone said suggested something I'd be like oh just had like literally just blocked my ears and then through this process I which has been so beneficial to my writing is just accepting ideas and points of view from anyone or anything so we jammed melodies lyrical ideas everything and just got it to a point where we were both like okay that's it so the song was just like went from like 70% up to 100%. Ever since then, my writing has changed since meeting that dude. And now I'm frothing so hard on lyrics because before I just put down whatever the fuck was there and and now I really focus on telling a story or something meaningful. That is the most enjoyable part about writing for me now. If you're sitting with a group of people trying to work on lyrics and you're both spitballing ideas, personal experiences, concepts, talking about the climate of the world at the moment, all these things, and you work on it like a fucking story narrative, which you're trying to fit into like three words. And then when you get it, it's just like, wow, this is so sick. And you're all frothing high-fiving, drinking beers and sculling and oh, shit, yeah. The Prophet Synth is a favourite writing tool of mammals. The ability to create something original and personal means it is a go-to when writing for Guy. You probably wouldn't hear it if you didn't know, if I don't solo it. Where is the fucking... Synth chords, here we go. So in the mix... bought the profit like oh my god I've wasted so much money I can't even play piano but the sounds you can pull from there are just so personal and no one would ever be able to replicate oh I'm sure someone with skill could I could never replicate someone else's sound on a profit but yeah so like that was so so stereo so wide and just yeah up until recently Guy has been solo producing his own music he has found that getting away from the city and into his own headspace can be extremely rewarding. I just produced this one, yeah. I worked on the chorus with Dove. And up until the record that I'm working on now, I've been all produced, yeah, solo. Yeah. So the process will usually be do it all at home, unless I'm freelancing somewhere. But yeah, usually I'll just be down at Molly Mook at home, get everything to a point, And then if there's live drums in it, record that at a studio. And then from there, once the song's there, my mix is to a point where I would be happy to release it, take it to a mix engineer. I'll stem everything out, but so dry to a point where even the guitars don't even have anything on them. So they're just DR like twanging and he'll use my mix as a reference. I don't even know if he uses it, but, yeah, that's like I've, you've got to send him something to, for him to be like, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll mix it. Otherwise he'll be like, no, nah, I'm too busy. <laughs> 
Oh, you can you can just hear the difference like straight away. This was the first one that got mixed, I think. And yeah, it was only like two revisions. Another track on the EP Invertebrate was just 100%. The entire process of writing Chase Your Bliss was something of a new experience for Guy. He found that working with other artists can be very beneficial and that it often leads to a stronger, more creative end product. Chase Your Bliss. This was the first time working with someone else where we, for quite a long period of time, working on the lyrics to really polish them, finesse them and explore the song, the elements, where they could be. We really tried pretty much everything we could have tried. So like the chorus was an outro and then we tried putting that in that first part where the chorus is now. I'm like, oh, well, that's it. And then underneath we tried all these different elements of singing and stuff and they ended up being in the outro. So the whole process was more of a, an experience than just sitting at home by yourself going, that'll do. Silent Studios, I'm Cameron Milne. For more information on this artist or any of the artists featured on Silent Studios, please visit silentstudios.com.au. Since you wanna-